This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour (laughs) one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. We're having ourselves a time here on Radio Row. Our coverage is brought to you by... Low, Low T Center. Center and Best Buy windows and siding. Hope you're having a good one. What a day of DFW sports news. Let's get into it. General at your service. There's Brian Broaddus, King of the Crusties himself. You have Lucius Alexander back there in the Pimp Cup at Master Control here, 75 and Fitzhugh, holding the Gators down best he can. You have uh, Woolchuck and Chiafalo. Of course, uh, Carter Freeman is on location here in Vegas, coordinating your video, 105thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. It's Tim Collins. Producing Radio Row for us here on the fan and also remote engineering for the time being. As uh, behind him is DJ Pridemore working a secondary fan table. For the first time in Radio Row history, we said bleep it. We need more table space. So DJ went and got a table at Costco and hauled it, hauled it in here to Radio That's Row. We're guy. just taking over. It took Jay Glazer just uh, making some fun with Sean and RJ yesterday. It's like we're not dealing with this again. All right, we need to get a secondary table and look at DJ coming yeah. in. Plus. Yeah, he makes things happen. The, this is the second most impressive thing DJ's done on this trip because you should have seen him at the buffet last oh night. God, DJ Pridemore laying it down like a savage that he is. There was a moment where everyone else had finished dessert. We were looking around, where the hell did DJ go? And I said, <laughs> I think he might be going back for another round. He, that found, or he found the toilet. Every time he was coming back from the buffet line, he found a way to have two plates full yeah. in each hand. And then he did the thing where he had one on top. Yeah. He had the, he had the plate on top of his damn head. Wow. Uh, so he was going like five plates at a time. You missed the Stanley wheelbarrow that he had. He had the <laughs> wheelbarrow that he was rolling in That's there. Beautiful. I needed a wheelchair to roll me out of there. I could not move. Uh, I, I, I ended up going straight to bed. I was in a food coma after yeah, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know uh, what, what, what made you guys in, in worse shape the following day, the, the alcohol hangover or the food coma the food coma that you were placed in. I'm still struggling right now, to be honest. I had a 3 a.m. wake-up call Ooh. With, the, uh, with the toilet. Okay, you beat me with the bubble guts then because I was like, I was like a – at 7 30 8 o'clock i was right on schedule i mean tim's laughing i was falling asleep at the table okay afterwards. quick review what buffet was it and would you recommend it to the tolos so the bacchanal the bacchanal buffet at, at caesar's palace i would absolutely anal? recommend it. it's a yeah. famous one uh, back wow. anal. It, it, famous. Was, it was it was absolutely <laughs> delicious <laughs> we they, say it right uh, yeah we this said is it in we trend nailed it. we nailed it it's we a really hot new did. delicacy <laughs> all you can eat baby a bunch of different sections <laughs> oh, they had God. a korean section japanese a lot of sushi uh, they had the weird. crab legs, and shrimp, damn good ice cream, lobster claws, all oh, the desserts. I mean, Cookies oh, let me tell you about cream. the desserts. They cured cancer. So did the sides. Now, the side plate for me is what overdid it. I got some mac and cheese, cream spinach, mashed potatoes, loaded it too fat, uh, and I crushed it. But after that, I was done. I had to tap out. I tried frog legs for the first time last night. What'd you think? Pretty good. A little bit rubbery uh, compared to, like, the chicken, but similar to the chicken. Uh, nice. Had a good flavor. It was like a salty, 
kind of I don't know like a salt and vinegar. Kind I don't of think that was from the frog leg. No. Uh, that was that was pretty good. <laughs> and, uh, and the roasted duck I think was a home run. The duck was delicious. They even had some brisket there that wasn't bad. No way. I was impressed. Yeah, I mean, like, look, nice. it's, trust me, it's not we're getting back home. But for well, a Las Vegas buffet brisket, the smoked brisket, I thought it was decent. I mean, all all I know is Pittman's on late night. Texas yeah. barbecue has gone coast to coast. Yeah. How you about know, that, Matt? So, so who knows? The thing that I knew Dawson was going to miss out on the most was those burrito tacos. Yeah, they really brought. You were it raving strong. about. Dude, those. There was a lot of good tacos, uh, different, but the burrito ones. Where they were making them fresh here or at the buffet? Oh, here. There's. I haven't had any good tacos here. Oh, um, I mean, there's eye candy, but yeah. at the buffet, a lot of different good tacos. All righty, G Bag Nation. Let's start digging into this news. <laughs> um, by far the biggest day of sports news we've had on Radio Row. And it's all from DFW. So, you know, we'll talk all the big football stuff here over the next five hours. But trade deadline today, did we do anything else? So no. far, no. Uh, now, the buyout market's heating up. You know, you've got former Dallas Maverick Spencer Dinwiddie. He's going to get bought out. I could see that. So now you got That's a lot a of fit. Mavs fans that are That's like, hey, fit. maybe you bring back Din Daddy. I um, was wondering when they were playing the Nets how he and Kyrie vibe together, you know? Or did, did he leave the Nets because Kyrie was there? Was Dinwiddie part of the trade for Kyrie because coexistence is, you know, these are, t- are two very strong personality guys. You know, I feel like Kyrie gets along with everybody from what I've seen um, other than that Celtics run. So I don't know. If Spencer Dinwiddie is possible, like if there's no blocking on the roster, if nothing wrong went here that predicated a trade, I thought his trip through the Mavs was wonderful. It was. The game-winning shots. You had a, a third or fourth creator most nights. There were some matchups where Dinwiddie wasn't, um, you know, super efficient. But to have another guy who could get hot in a playoff game, score you 25, 30 points, I would love to get uh, Spencer Dinwiddie back in a match uniform yeah, if, if he hasn't fallen off. Yeah, and maybe he has. Lucius yeah, was Lucius telling was us before we got on the air, uh, our guy's missing some wide-open layups now. So maybe oh. maybe there's some issues there. He's maybe- not at a fall-off age yet, though. No. Yeah. He just has the knee trouble that barks at him every now and then, and he's got to get right. Right. Now you just really want a rotational guy to give you some good minutes and some offense off the bench. And yeah. I feel like uh, he can do that. Now, Grant Afseth is just tweeting out or Xing out. The Mavericks announced a trade for the right to swap their own 2028 first-round pick with the Thunders' own 2028 first-round pick in order to obtain a 2024 first from the Thunder. So trying oh. to get some more trade arsenal when it comes to first-round picks. Yeah, you, and that, and because that, that's really the knock on the moves that were made today. Is it worth punting on a first-round pick just to get rid of Grant Williams and acquire P.J. Washington? Cool. I would say yes, but to go, especially since they're going to go and add a couple more picks to their to their assets moving forward, I think that's the right move for sure. I think we need to be applauding Nico Harrison for the work he's doing. Here, Dude, man. I was just going to say, do we need to get a Nico chant going? I think we do. I, yeah. I'm really impressed. When you go back to the draft, what he was able to do with one pick, you get two players out of it. You haven't given up Josh Hardy or Josh Green, who they still like and have upside. The moves they've made today, he's still finagling to try and acquire draft uh, assets right now for the offseason. I think he's doing an excellent job. It's not as quick as I think a lot of us want. We want this team to be a contender immediately right now with Luka and Kyrie. But he is putting together a very good complimentary supporting cast right now that is getting closer and closer. He's got a very chantable name, too, because you could just go, Nico, Nico, or you go, Nico, Harrison, you know, throughout the entire arena. Yeah, let's get it going. Okay, because the trade deadline I thought was just fantastic at lunchtime. Uh, Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a first for P.J. Washington. Uh, they also send Rashawn Holmes in a first uh, from the Thunder 
to the Wizards for Daniel Gafford. So they got a good pipeline going back and forth with the trading picks and swapping stuff with the Thunder and then the pick swap uh, exchange that uh, that Wolchuk just mentioned. I think that is huge because it'll open you up to being able to trade more first-round picks this summer, which is uh, you know a- absolutely key. I think they have made a significant step forward in acquiring the kind of skilled pieces and a legit big man now to go with Lively. I don't know. Maybe they could win a first-round series depending upon the matchup. I think in a play-in series, I would love them, you know, yes. against all the teams that are going to be 7, 8, 9, 10, and maybe a player or two away. But now you start looking at this rotation, and you're like, man, this thing is really starting to fall into place. P.J. Washington's going to give you more reliability, I think, than uh, Green. But if Green's hot, you know, you definitely like him on the wing as well. So I'm starting to look at a collection of guys that can dribble past shoot and bring athleticism and size to the floor. So I'm just ecstatic with, um, with what the Mavs have done. I, I spent a big portion of the morning watching P.J. Washington and – the thing that I'm just so impressed with him is if you need a bucket, obviously Luka and Kyrie are there, but this guy will catch it. He'll bring it up the court like a point guard. He will catch it and dribble with either hand, finish with either hand, and spin either way into a dunk or a finger roll. I mean, the offensive repertoire is very advanced for P.J. Washington. I, I think maybe there's a little bit of a motor concern on his bad days, but the Mavs have a tendency to take guys like this and make them better. Absolutely. What did you think about his shooting? Pretty good. Pretty good. See, yeah. that's that's something when you talk to the NBA folks about it is that not as they'll say not as good a shooter, yeah, but good enough. He's trying to get to the rim yeah. or shoot an open three, yeah. But, but he'll the, he'll 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 pull up and transition for a three if he's open. But the, the talk about versatility, they yeah. talk about the size and the athletic ability that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that are very very positive. And wingspan, yeah, the wingspan, yeah, yeah. absolutely right. With he can that. be a very effective team defender. I don't know about his on-ball defense or ability on the perimeter to, to play really good pick and roll type of deal that you'd really love from your power forward wing. But I think he'd definitely be serviceable and, and clog stuff up. There was there was some some folks talking to me about him. They were saying, listen, maybe a little bit of a tease. You know, you see the yeah. good, the bad with him. But yeah. it, it sounds like, though, overall, though, they're happy to have him. Well, you mentioned the pick-and-roll game. I saw Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer put out a, a story about he loves P.J. Washington and, and the fit here in the pick-and-roll because he is one of the best screeners when it comes to teams. And Charlotte did this. He's got over 100 screens that he's already done this year. So when you talk about Luka and Kyrie and their ability to play off that, quick update, Mark Stein has added to that report that we just had um, from Grant Avseth that pick that they obtained from the 2024 first rounder from the Thunder, that's going to be sent to Washington to complete the Rashawn Holmes for Daniel Gafford trade. Okay. So that was the final missing piece. Now Gafford's a guy that shoots dang near 70%, doesn't take bad shots. He's never taken a three all season. He's one of like seven <laughs> players in the NBA to play this minutes and not, and not attempt a three. But rebounding and points in the paint, Brian? Yeah, this is, a, this is another one of those guys. They talk about a screener. Okay. And they talk about a roller. Offensive rebounder, good pick and roll as we talked about game, plus defender, rim protector, but below average on defensive rebounds. So that's okay. kind of the, the things that, the, that they've talked about with, with Gafford in his game. Mavs are in New York tonight, and you know I don't know what to expect this evening. Before the trade, Mavs were favored. And Anobi is out, Jalen Brunson, day-to-day. You see the other night, he twisted his ankle twice in the same play. Yeah. And the, and the second time, he got it bad and had to go off the court kind of limping. So I don't know. Um, I don't know who's playing for the Knicks tonight. I don't know who's playing for the Knicks. I I guess, you know, tonight could be a big night for Jaden Hardy, guys like Josh Green who are going to be, you know, needed for significant minutes as the Mavs lose three guys, and I don't think any of the players they get back will be available until the weekend. 
We have a fresh batch of Cowboy quotes to talk about. It's like the centerpiece of the Cowboys' day. Tony Romo in the morning news saying the Cowboys are close. He doesn't see them being this good year in and year out and not breaking through eventually. Mm. He's with David Moore here. Um, what do you guys think about that? I, I mean, I mean that's just that's close. Just, what, what the hell does close mean? You know, hey, they're going to make the playoffs and a couple of things break their way. It sounds like Stephen and Jerry talking. That's exactly what I was going to say. It, it's it's the same thing. That's what that's what the Cowboys think about themselves. Very close, and you just gotta you just gotta break through in the playoffs. It's a play here, it's a play there. They got the right guys in place, and it's just about execution kind of deal. I kind of um, feel like he doesn't want to be controversial. You know, he doesn't want to throw more gas on the fire. He already yes. kind of he has the vibe right now where Cowboy fans are. Cowboy fans are not in a good place. You know, they really aren't. So he's trying to kind of maybe soft sell some stuff you know in reality though we all need like we've we've, we've taken the two by four to the face yeah is yeah. what we've done here. in reality we want what emmett smith is saying yeah yes exactly That's okay yeah. and, and and on that before we get to what emmett said the last real thing i heard tony romo say was after the 2016 season when he was getting ready to retire and we were at spring training and a member of the fan staff was talking with him and he said at that time, these Cowboys are done. They'll never get as close as they are right now because Doug Free and Ron Leary are leaving. And damn it, he was right. Yeah. And they still haven't replaced that offensive line that Dak got to play behind in 2016. Now, if you want to go to a former player who does keep it real close to 100% of the time, that would be your guy, Emmett Smith, wouldn't it, uh, Wolchuk? And he said he was surprised they kept McCarthy. She asked him on CBS why McCarthy's still the coach, and he said, because I'm not the GM. <laughs> Strong stuff from him. He was spitting fire. Yeah. Uh, he is less quoted than the playmaker because he's he's more critical. Maybe he doesn't have the energy. But, I mean, that's that's a guy that, you know, I would love to see be more of a, a voice for, you know, cowboy criticisms. And I, I think they, we need more guys like what Troy Aikman's, you know, doing. But Emmett will be more bold. He'll be more straightforward. And I, I, I love him talking like this and hopefully putting some pressure on the organization. Okay. Speaking of a guy that could put on some pressure, DeMarcus Ware is set to join us. When we return right here, he'll be on the A number one hot seat, and we're back with D. Ware on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
It is the G-Back Nation here on The Fan. We are standing by for DeMarcus Ware, very popular guest here, the Hall of Famer, the Super Bowl champion, formerly of the Dallas Cowboys, the greatest pass rusher to ever lace him up, I believe, for this football team. And we'll ask him several questions about the Cowboys and how his whole deal is going. Uh, D-Ware in just a second. We do have the latest intel on the Mavericks trade. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Frankel and Frankel for a free consultation. That's 214 or 817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com. And, Brian, uh, what do we know about how the Mavs uh, uh, perceive how much they've improved with these uh, trades today for Daniel Gafford? Yeah, talking to a couple of different people, they, they feel like that they got somewhat better. Okay. You know, they, they're having to wait and see. I mean, it, we, we're all kind of talking about, you know, the guys you moved on from, you, you know, you have to see, okay, we, we know what those players are. But now they're looking at their situation and go, all right, the guys we've added, let's just see. We think that, the, you know, we've gotten somewhat better. And, uh, and hopefully a, a lot better from, from that going forward. Okay, and do we know anything about the possibility of trying to acquire some of these veterans that have been uh, going to be possibly have not, have not Have not talked about that subject yet. Okay, I mean, the, the most interesting one is uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, the former Mav. Who that was... one, okay, I'm sorry about that one. That one I do have. Hang okay. on just one second. If uh... One team has already emerged in the Din Daddy sweepstakes. That would be the Lakers. The Lakers have already uh, put their name in the hat of trying to acquire Spencer yeah. Dinwiddie. Because okay, well, they didn't make any deals. I could see that. He's a California guy. You know, but if if in, and playing for the Lakers might be a dream, but if yeah. you want to make the playoffs for sure, be with the Mavs. Yeah, this is. I, I asked about his the Spencer. Is that that ship sailed? And it's. They were saying, listen, uh, I don't think it's sailed, but not sure where we're at right now. So maybe that's what they're doing with you know their own, uh, you know, search and then or. Uh, and then what's going on with the Lakers as well. Okay, to uh, my left, Brian's right, the KMC Masterpiece, talking with Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. Good time. Fun guy. To that discussion tomorrow on the KMC Masterpiece. A number of things going on in the sports world other than the Mavs trade, in, including some explosive quotes from Tony Romo saying the team's too good to not eventually break through, and Emmett Smith painting a, a much more dire picture um, you know, and, and he believes this organization is uh, on the wrong path here, even hanging on to the, the coaching staff. And that's a bold position to take, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's rare you see a legend like that come out this strongly against uh, how the organization is, is moving. And, and, Chief, I absolutely love it. I love it, too. And, and I think that echoes the sentiment of just about everyone from the fan base to former Cowboy players, especially the ones from the good old days where the expectation is to win and win big. The way they lost, not just that they lost, but the way they lost to the Green Bay Packers was enough to make everyone sick to their stomach. Okay, going into the Super Bowl, NFL legend and champion DeMarcus Ware hosting the Super Bowl stud bowling classic presented by Pepsi and Go Bowling. And D. Ware sits down with you now here on 105 Through the Fan Man. Good afternoon. How are you? What is up, fellas? Man, it's so good to chat with you. What's new? What's new right now is uh, Pepsi and Go Bowling. So we got this huge community event tomorrow to to benefit the NFL Foundation, Uh, just trying to be impactful in the community. And I told people, if you can't come here, go to GoBowling.com. There's a lot of things that aren't free. But if you sign up on there, you'll get a free admission to whatever local bowling you can go to. And those benefits are going to actually, those proceeds are going to go to NFL, the NFL Foundation. So anytime it benefits the community, NFL, good companies, I'm part of that. 
and that's why I'm here right now. And I'm with a group, a great group of guys right now. I How mean, about come that? on now. Let's go. Yes, come on now. I was going to ask you, okay, Creighton and those guys used to bowl all the time. Oh, yeah. They, yes. Okay. And I'm going to ask you, because those, those bowling matches, thousands of dollars changing hands. And, and this thing, I was at a charity event with them, and it starts off all nice and Hey, we're bowling. No, no, no. And then, and then it's like the, everybody goes away. Yep. These guys took the lane yep. for the next eight hours yep. and then showed up for work the next day. So we bowled 6 o'clock in the morning before our 8 o'clock meeting. C.J. Anderson is a beast. Yeah. Like okay. He can bowl. <laughs> so at 6 o'clock in the morning, you know, in DTC where they had that, the bowling, yeah. uh, it's you know, a little bit down from the um, facility where the little movies is at. Yeah. yeah. We bowl. So CJ got me into bowling. So that's why I'm doing this right here. I that's mean, perfect because he's it, built like a bowling. Oh, he, I, yeah, he is. <laughs> and, and he'll tell you that too. <laughs> but yeah, man. So it, it's, it's cool to be part of something like that. All right. Let me ask you how many, uh, you know, everybody has golf clubs. Everybody has their own golf oh, club. They're setting their baggage. Yeah. How many bowling balls are you rolling in with? And I bet you your shoe game is better than anybody I, else's I do. shoe game. I got game. some nice shoes. He does. I, See, I that's what I'm nice saying. I got some nice shoes and I got a, a personal bowling ball too. They don't know that yet. Okay. I'm, I'm like 190, 200. Get out like of I here. Don't, I'm not like bad, no, but no. I told them if you're two years old to 42, you can come and get it. Like, I, I, I'm not, I, you, you, you can get the L, all right? My little kids know that. I'm a competitor, are okay? Are you trash-talking more at the bowling alley than you are on a football field? Oh, I talk trash anyways. Yeah. No matter where I'm at, if it's got anything with competition in them golf clubs, we can get on that later. Yeah. I like the golf, too. Well, but, don't uh, go out with Ter- Terrence Newman. I-, I taught Terrence how to play golf. Yes. And then the next day, we're, we're walking out, and he-, he we're playing, and he goes, well, you owe me 180 bucks." I said, wait, we were betting? <laughs> he goes, yeah, we're betting. Yeah, you, you owe know? me 180 bucks." I gave him two $100 bills. I said, I don't ever want to see your ass again. Yeah. You yeah. can go play golf. With- and it's I was getting him off their TPC. Oh, yeah. He was playing it, it, like, it, you know, he was learning. all about competition. Yeah. He will, he will, yeah. All you guys were competitive, yeah. though, man. Oh, yeah. My yeah. gosh. Dewar, uh, I know you were upset after that Packers loss. We're, we're hurting right now. Cowboys Nation, we are. Uh, how are you feeling? I mean, we're, we're now a little removed from this, but, man, I, I don't know. I don't know where we're going from here. I'm still asleep. That's the way I feel. Like, are you talking about pissed? Like, I was so pissed by the way that they played the game against the Green Bay Packers. It's, it's one of those things where when you – won 16 games at home by 30 cool you go in there and you're confident but you got to know that when it's playoff time none of that matters anymore the teams that are coming in they're coming in hot and they're coming in with a a momentum that you can't just get during the season the last three or four games that's when the character of the teams really come together and they came down to the dallas cowboys stadium and just made a name for themselves and I'm still, like, feeling it. I'm, 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 I am the ultimate fan. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, you played? No, no, no. I am pissed. I, I was uh, – there's no words that I can use right now mm-hmm. on the air mm-hmm. that can describe the way that I feel. But some changes are going to have to happen. I mean, we, we play so well during the year. Yeah. That's great. But how are we going to get to the postseason? I'm trying to get into the postseason where I can get me some nice tickets on the sideline. Yeah. Where I can start getting me some, you know, going tra- not traveling to Dallas, travel outside of Dallas right. and represent. Yeah. So we'd yeah. love to see it. Yeah. Uh, Emmett Smith today came out against the coaches and, and said if he was GM, Mike McCarthy would not still be the head coach. Mm. Mm. Tony Romo said this team is too good to get this close and not eventually break through. Mm. Which one of those resonates more with you? Um, both of them. 
I don't, I, I'm not going to say that McCarthy won't be there, but I know that there will be some changes somewhere to build some more tenacity of the team. Yes. Because on the defense, the way that the defense played, I don't know if they were there or not. The whole game. Offense, they, they kept us in there enough. But you can't do that if before if you if you played you know, tremendous you know three or four games before that yeah. teams were maybe scoring maybe ten or fourteen points on you then you're gonna slap twenty seven at halftime that it doesn't it doesn't work that way so I would there will be some major changes which I hope are going to happen this year because the team is too good I felt like this right here was our year not like every year is our year you know I felt like this year was our year with everything that we had. You would have beat Green Bay. You probably would have played Detroit, which you already know played before. You're going to go play um, San Fran, which you lost 12-5 and to three times. So this time you can beat them, beat Goliath, and then you be in the Super Bowl. I'm going back into some numbers. I started looking at some of the stuff. So uh, hopefully there are some changes that need to be made, and let's not worry about feelings. Yeah. I don't, it, football isn't about feelings and emotions. It's about results. So let's go after that. I, I want to ask one more, and you mentioned don't worry about feelings. With Micah, I know you got a good relationship with Micah. Mm-hmm. Is it fair to want more from him in those postseason games as well? Because I knew what we were getting out of you. Um, when you have a C on your chest, you're the leader of the team. And I don't care what other people, other players think about me. Because you nominated me to put the C on my chest. So when I say something, it goes. When I am not playing the way I need to be playing, which not going to be many times, um, I can be checked on that. But I expect a little bit more out of Michael. I do. I expect a little bit more out of Demarcus Lawrence. I expect a lot of, a lot of out of the whole defense that didn't play against the Green Bay Packers. Yes, sir. That, that is tremendous. Man, we, we, we thank you for your insights and your wisdom on this football team. You're the most popular guy on Radio Row here. We're getting the wrap-it-up sign. We'd love to keep you up for five it, hours. Forever. We would. We're definitely not picking you I don't know about the most popular. So well, much. you are to us. Not, not anybody yes, more popular. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, thank sure. you, D-Ware. Hey, thank you all for having me on, man. man. Appreciate you. And we're going to send everybody to GoBowling.com for that free round. And, and have yes, a great sir. week. And uh, best of luck to you. Always oh, a go bowling. Yes, sir. GoBowling.com. There he goes to Marcus Ware. It is time now to go back into the Pimp Cup where Lucius Alexander is standing by with the G-Bag of the day. What a hell of a lead-in, man. Oh. I seem to get lucky with the lead-in sometimes to this segment. <laughs> and LA Live, I get like a, a super yeah. fantastic guest jumping in there. Yeah. And I see uh, D. Ware's family riding around in Grand Prairie and Cedar Hill areas sometimes. They got oh. the vanity plates. Yeah. <laughs> they got the vanity plays, bro. Lucius, he looks like he could still play oh, at dude. a very oh, high yeah. level. 100%. Very high level. That, yeah. don't, that don't leave you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. G-Bag of the day. We do it every weekday on the fan about 2.30-ish. If you see anything floating out there, don't be afraid to hit me up. At Lucky Lucius P on social media. Lucius Alexander on Facebook. Or you can go to G-Bag Nation on Twitter and follow us all right there. G-Bag Nation. All right. Our winner so far. Is the the Pelicans announcers, Joe Myers and Antonio Davis, had a hard time with uh, Grady Dick's name. Grady Dick. Coming up short. Dick coming up short. Come on, man. Come on, man. All over him. And he got it. Grady 
Dick's third bucket of the game. Brings it back to 19. Let's just call it Grady. Let's yeah. just call it Grady for the rest of the game. <laughs> You're killing it up. Yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's just stay with Grady. Good thought, a job by Najee as the three goes. For Grady. For Grady. <laughs> Grady knocks down the three-point shot. Dick gets it. He oh. went under it. Dick out on the perimeter. He'll take the mid-range this time. That's a nice shot by Grady Richard. That's a nice shot by Grady Richard. Not that time for Dick. Grady Richard. <laughs> He's uncomfortable. That's 31 assists on three turnovers. Dick couldn't finish. Oh. So Dice got one. Jordan just got one. And Richard got one. Grady Richard got one. Dick, Excuse me, three. Dick Grady it. Richard got three. Dick filled it up again. Joel had to get that last joke off. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he had to get it. He fell back three times. Like, no, no, go ahead and say it because I got this. Grady one. Richard. Grady Richard. <laughs> when he saw him miss that layup, he couldn't wait to hit him with that finish line. Oh my gosh, he probably had a whole list next to him throughout the game. Just, oh, I got another one. I got another one for the boys. <laughs> All right, let's see what I got here. Hey. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what I got here. Let's go to Rockwall's very own Jackson Smith in Jigba. Yes, sir. He was asked about the Bears' new OC. You guys know who the Bears' no, new OC is? Seth Waldron. Who is in Seattle? All right. Uh, listen to his answer, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, fellas, please Standing don't ovation? ever. Yeah, you got one. Don't, yeah, yeah, I gave you one. But, hey, don't ever do this about me if somebody asks you, you know, about Lucius, okay? okay? Hey, so what do you think about L.A.? Don't ever do this. Bears fans are super interested about the offensive coordinator coming in, Shane Waldron. What can you tell them about who they just hired to, to uh, try to get this offense where it needs to go? Um, uh, oh, no. Oh. This, is, this is live? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're not live. We're not live. I'm playing. Um, <laughs> uh, good luck to y'all. I mean, he, he's, a, he's a great person. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. He's a great person. Wow. Dude, that's when it's like, now this guy sucked. Ken Jeez. Dorsey has better things to say about Deshaun Watson than Jackson Smith and Jigba has to say about Seth Waldron. My heavens. Wow. <sighs> it's wildness right there. That is wildness. Let's see what else we got for you boys. Let's go to the Get Right, the night show here on The Fan, where my man Reggie Atatula sounds like he's been broadcasting up there with the Oakland A's broadcasters. Uh-oh. <laughs> I guess rumors that they have been associated with Washington Wiggers, Wizards wing Ooh, Kyle Kuzma. For you to say. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> gotta slow down, baby. You gotta slow down. Oh, <laughs> it happens, man. You gotta slow down. <laughs> I can oh. see the merch though. The merch going crazy already. <laughs> I haven't heard that on DFW radio since CA was on K104 with that producer dude. Oh yeah, the wig. No, yeah, it's just the wig. It's just the wig. <laughs> Dawson. Look funny. at you, Dawson. All right, last one right here. Yesterday was a church day. Hope you got your blessing. Hallelujah. I did actually last night watch some uh, Reverend Ike. I watched him. He was on Phil Donahue just roasting everybody to try to go against him in the name of God. Roasting them. But this one right here is a different church. Uh, this is called Southeast Christian Church. Sounds fun. In Lexington, Kentucky. I'm a little nervous now. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. This is the Gen Z Bible. Translate the, some, some Bible right here to the Gen Z Bible. Tolo Victor sent this to us. He's on God's PR team. 
Now I'm going to read part of this. I do want to let you know I would never dishonor God's word. I have triple checked this to make sure this is exactly what Luke 1 communicates when the angel talks to Mary. Check this out. Jeez. Mary was a pick-me girl for God and was simping for him in prayer. Oh my God. When the angel Gabriel appeared to her and said, Ayo, you're a real one and the top G is feeling you. Come on, man. But she thought his compliment was sus and gave him the side eye. So he said, so he said, baby girl, chill. God sent me to tell you, you've passed his vibe check. Oh my God. And low key, he wants you to have the main character. You'd name him Jesus and they will all say, he's him. She said, how can this be since I promised him my body count will always be zero? Come on, man. <laughs> Let's go. Stop right now. Stop. He said, this ain't about cuffing season. For the Holy Spirit will live rent free in you and your boy Jesus will be a divine bro. Stop. Beside your cousin Elizabeth is with child. She who is already older than a boomer and whose husband is way past beekeeping age. So Mary said, bet. Uh -oh. Gabriel left her on red and she let the Holy Spirit cook. I'm pretty sure Mary didn't say bet, bro. This needs to be stopped. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Praise. That's all I got to say. Amen. Can we get an amen from the congregation, Chief? A amen. Does that pass your vibe check? Amen. That passes the vibe check nice. right there. Well, that's good, man. Uh, what do you say? Voting time? Yeah, please. Is the champ. <laughs> I got to get out of here, man. At the plane, man. <laughs> please. Save me. Over time. Lucius, how could you? <laughs> yeah. Like the Grady I said. Uh, is it... Uh, <laughs> Is it Jackson Smith and Jigba? Is it uh, Reggie Atatula? Or is it uh, the South? Uh, is it Southeast Christian Church with the Gen Z Bible translations? Anyone could do it. I'll go with the last one there. I was feeling that, Chief. I'm going to go with the church. How about you? I'm going with Reggie and the new team in Washington. <laughs> Lucius? Shoot. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, just to make it interesting here. Still yeah. tied at one, Wolchuk. Wide receiver one, JSN. Brian. I'm going to go with the champ. By a score of two to one to one to one. And your new G-Bag of the Day champion, it's Jackson Smith and Jigba's take on the new OC in Chicago, Shane Waldron. <laughs> Krusty's Corner's coming up next. Where are we going with that, sir? Yeah, I got some Dallas Cowboys questions about their roster. We'll do that next. Okay, Lisa Kearney from FanDuel is with us here on 105 through the fan home of the Cowboys, ESPN alumni, MLB Network, now with FanDuel. Her husband, Patrick, defensive end, 11 seasons in the National Football League. I believe you guys met in Seattle. We did, You yes. were working there, and he was finishing he his career He came in as Hawks. a free agent, yep, yep. And we met uh, at his press conference, actually. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. And now like, you guys have four kids? Hi, would you like to be together forever? Great, <laughs> let's do the thing. Uh, we do, yeah, yeah. We have four kids now. Um, we live just outside New York. Um, he's doing great. Uh, yeah, all is well. Wait, right so on. does he get off the presser and immediately go shoot his shot? He's trying to try to get the phone number. <laughs> How does he it do that? It took a little longer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have. What's funny is that our rehearsal dinner. Uh, my cameraman was rolling at the time when I introduced myself. And um, oh, so cool. you kind of like saw the very first time we spoke, which is pretty yeah. cool. That is awesome. Part yeah. of the wedding highlight film, probably. Yeah, yes. yeah, no doubt. Oh, so cool. Reels okay. back in the day. So <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, the, the big thing with FanDuel this week is the kick with Gronk, right? Yeah. Gronk is an awesome ambassador for us, a great partner, and he's been with us a few years now. Last year we had the Kick of Destiny, launched the thing. He missed the kick. So we've given him a chance at redemption. So this is Kick of Destiny 2. Um, he'll be kicking it live just before the Super Bowl kicks off. 
Uh, it's a live location. Fans can show up and watch them do the thing. It's a Tropicana. Um, and right now you can go on FanDuel and you can pick for free whether he's going to make or miss the kick. So he's like, I'm kicking for America. Let's go. <laughs> um, and if you pick correctly, you'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets. And I was at his rehearsal yesterday. He's looking good, guys. He's looking good. So we're going right to here. Not going to lie. So he's putting the work in. Yeah, he's putting the work in, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, all, like, zoned in. I'm like, all right, what's the difference from last year to this year now that you're at the moment? He's been prepping for a long time, but he's really striking, as he explained it to me, the sweet spot consistently. Yes. So uh, he has a bit more consistency with where he's kicking the ball and where it's going, and, um, you know. Fingers crossed, it's not too windy. Like if this was Gronk, like in a in a beer pong final cup yeah. shot situation, I think I think this is a no brainer. We're deal. all saying that. We're all this is a no. Yes, absolutely. And but you know he'd picking, have strategy there too. He he's would. a strategic yes. guy. Uh, yeah, and he's he's certainly got enough leg. The distance is there. Uh, it's just got to get it between well, those uprights. Okay, he's, he's got sponsorship with Wolf Shepherd, I believe, the shoe company. I'd be more impressed if he kicks it with one of those shoes on. You know that, what? That would be. I think that would be even better of a, a maybe even like an old school square toed and let him just toe punch it and try and make that thing. <laughs> Love a good it's, toe punch. It's yeah. interesting you bring that up because he started talking. He's like, you know, I was actually really nervous because when I used to kick, yeah. he would kick it the straight toe on. poke. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, and it hurts so bad, <laughs> and so I'm having to do all these the prep and all the kicks and all the the reps on it. And so when he figured out the sweet spot, he was like, oh, oh okay. now I, it doesn't even hurt. I can go as many reps as I need to. Uh, so that's funny you bring up the tow boat because he was talking about it yesterday. There we go. So uh, growing up in Kansas here, are you, a, are you a Chiefs fan by birth? How's that whole thing work if you're in, in, that, in that region? Yeah, so when it, growing up, ever since I was a tiny nugget, hmm. you would have God, you would have yard work, and you would have Chiefs. Okay. And everything stops at kickoff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, huge, huge Chiefs fan. Um, we... My whole family, just uh, ever since the beginning of time, I was born into it. So here we are, and we're really in leaning into the moment because who knows how long this is going to last. Right. right. I mean, you, you struggled. The, the Chiefs fandom was not what it is now. Obviously, you're in kind of a golden age. I mean, when you were growing up, they were struggling to win playoff games at home, and now it's, oh, we're in four Super Bowls in five years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a chance to win your third in five years and go back-to-back for the first time of anyone in two decades, you know, the Patriots of the early 2000s. Uh, you know, it, I'm obviously a homer when it comes to the Chiefs and what we can get done, but the numbers do back my bias, at least. This defense, you, you know, you can say what you want about the drop balls all season long, right. and Travis Kelsey has had, like, issues with that. Rasheed Rice, I think, has been the most consistent from game to game to game throughout the entire regular season. But the drop passes and the penalties on the offensive line have been maddening and then you've got the defense that just shows up and grinds every single week and in Andy Reid's era in Kansas City this is the best defense statistically he's ever had throughout the regular season they gave up 17.3 points per game and you're like all right if it if an offense can't work with that then you've got like bigger issues right mm-hmm. you can get into the postseason they go on the road 13.7 points per mm-hmm. game the defense shows up uh, you know we've Lost Omenahu, who had seven sacks, yeah. a great pressure guy. He's a loss, and we didn't have a chance, you know, coming off of the AFC Championship game. You don't have those couple of games to make sure Karloftis is going to do the trick and you're going to work it all out. So, you know, you show up and you play, but 
the defense has been the mainstay for Do you sure. have to hide your uh, Chiefs bias when you're doing your FanDuel stuff, or are you just saying, you know what, no, I'm letting this, letting it out? No, I actually try to do a better job of saying me, we, and yeah. us, and I'm totally blowing it. You can say interview. we here. You're saying <laughs> with us. Lisa Kearney, FanDuel here with you on the fan. So in your family, do you guys believe Mahomes is already better than Brady? That's a good conversation to have at the dinner table. Uh, I think – 100% across the board, our people will say yes. Um, he's doing it so young. He's got so much football ahead of him to play, which is really exciting. You have to have one position right on your team to be able to win consistently for a long time. And Kansas City has gotten that right. And then they've built around him well. Isaiah Pacheco is one of my favorite players to watch. Mm -hmm. He just is angry. Yes. He's angry and he's so strong. Like he's you look up and you're like he's still he's dragging four dudes 7 yards. You're like what? This is it's crazy. So, you know, there are so many different levels top to bottom that um it, Kansas City's just got a complete team and they're really fun to watch. Have you ever shown up to a game and not worn red? No, are you crazy? Okay, what would happen to somebody <laughs> that shows up? You're going to pick up all your buddies for a tailgate. You're driving around, you're grabbing everybody. Somebody doesn't have red on. Do, do you just immediately just go, just go, leave them. We're not, they're not coming with us today. It's like How that does kiss? that handle? Yeah. yeah, you just kick them out, and then yeah. the wheels are like in your dust. like. Psh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't think anybody in their right mind would make that mistake. You, you've just got to you got to be there in the moment. I've never been in a stadium in my life where you just, when you walk out in the, in, in, for the first time, and it's just the red. I mean, it's just almost like a college environment there. And then you get that, and the home of the Chiefs. And you and know Andy you're about Reed to get your ass kicked. Does that so well. Yeah. 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 Well, what is the tailgate scene like at Arrowhead? Because you hear a lot about Bill's Mafia, but I think Arrowhead is also a bucket list type of venue to go to. See, now you're making me hungry. It's lunchtime here in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. uh, you literally could be a mile away and you start smelling the barbecue. Start smelling it. The barbecue is next level. I, Memphis is going to be like, no, it's a, you know, Carolina, no. Kansas City barbecue is next level, and we take it very seriously. Um, so everyone's got their smokers. Everybody's out there for hours, and it's just it's a scene. It's so much fun, and it's really fun because everybody's in the big party together, right? Yeah. That's how tailgates are naturally, but, you know, there's a Midwestern warmth to the Kansas City tailgate. Lisa Kearney, FanDuel. So do we have to do anything? Do we have to change the channel to watch Gronk kick? Or what's no, going to happen? No, you can actually follow. The, no, you don't. Okay. Uh, you, you can follow the kick live. You can go right now to YouTube.com slash FanDuel slash live. YouTube.com slash FanDuel slash live. And you can uh, set a reminder to um, tune in and watch the kick live on, uh, on the stream. Um, that's probably the best way to access it. Okay. But yeah, it happens right before, uh, oh, yeah. right before the kick. It's a, it's actually a commercial that will air on the broadcast, but you can also watch the behind the scenes on the stream. Right on. Well, thanks yeah. for the stories and the insights, Lisa. Yeah. We thanks look forward for to watching me. you, Lisa Kearney, FanDuel TV. Congratulations as well on terrific uh, success in your career and your family. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank Good you. to see you guys. There she Thank goes, you, Lisa. Lisa Kearney. Okay, uh, Brian Baldinger is going to join us uh, our, our weekly from the NFL uh, season. We'll talk NFC East in this Super Bowl matchup with Baldy next in the nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.